Welcome back to House Rich, the real estate show, home of the world's best home buying tips. Today, we're going to talk about the FHA 203k loan. So it's very similar to the FHA loan, as far as you can know, use it for a multifamily property, three and a half percent down. Except for the great, great caveat is you can actually roll the rehab costs into the loan. So you can buy that uh, beta property on the block, rehab it, and then uh, build equity instantly. So let's get into it. Just going to read this here for you for the folks listening to the podcast. So an FHA 203 cologne is a government-backed mortgage that is essentially a construction loan that finances both the purchase and repairs on a home. These loans are intended to support home ownership among lower-income households who can improve and update older properties as their primary residence. Yes. So let's get into some of the requirements. So basically, it's the same guidelines as an FHA loan program as far as, you know, um, DTI, down payment, Etc. As far as like the loan limits, it's the exact same loan limits. You have to check your local uh, jurisdiction, local county for your loan limits. Do that literally just Google FHA um, loan limits and whatever county you're in. Simple as that. So once again, it has to be for your primary residence. This can't be like a an investment property per se. But once again, with the FHA loan, you can live in the property for a year. And then you can move out and turn it into an investment property, or you can buy a multifamily property, which is kind of an automatic investment property because you're living there and collecting rent from other people. And one um, cool caveat to the FHA 203k loan is that the timeline starts the day the loan closes, not the day you move in. So if you go back to this episode two, um, my guest there, he actually did the FHA 203k loan. It took forever. Uh, he, he wasn't even finished with it when we were doing the interview, but a year would pass for the all the, uh, and this is during COVID, a year would pass for all the rehabs and stuff to, to go down to the point that he does actually technically doesn't even have to move into the property because a year would have passed between the closing loan and the renovations, which is supposed to say six months, but I guess they can go a little bit longer, but that's a real life example. And so once again, it can apply to a multifamily property. Uh, and so there's two um, types. There's like limited, which is like less than $35,000 and you don't need a HUD consultant. So a HUD consultant is somebody that basically goes out there and examines the work to make sure that, you know, if you're saying, hey, there's $75,000 of renovations needing to be done, that's someone that goes out there and actually does to make sure that the contractor is doing what they're supposed to. So for two reasons, so one, that your lender doesn't doesn't lose money. And then so uh, two, so that you don't lose money. They're not just giving money out to, you know, whoever for um, whatever reason. They, and um, yeah, to whoever, for whatever reason, their repairs aren't getting done. And then now you're underwater in the property or now you need more money, uh, yada, yada. And then there's like what I call the normal, which is basically not what I call the normal. Yeah, I guess it's what I call the normal. I put air quotes on it. And so uh, it's basically anything above 35K. Uh, it's kind of that, that normal category there. And then so what are some of the uses? So one, just to fix hazards and stuff that are that are broke down with the property. And so stuff that typically would not, not typically, but stuff that definitely would not pass a normal FHA inspection or really a normal any type of finance inspection. So we're talking about railings, roofs, foundation. You know, foundation is a killer for like a conventional loan. Like, you know, and it's a killer because like a lot of times I see people try to do like a, and this is after, like when the foundation breaks down while you're in the property, folks will try to do like, hey, I need $20,000 to fix this foundation. I need to do a cash out refinance to fix the foundation. But the lender's like, uh, we can't lend on this loan with the foundation crack. So you can't get the money to, fix the foundation, which you need to fix to do, to get financing to do the cash out refinance. So um, it's a, it's a, it's a good, it's a good opportunity for that. So let, let's say you come across a house where, you know, 
the seller might really need to sell because they can't do anything with the property. They can't pull money out of the property due to this foundation being messed up. You could swoop in there with the FHA 2 or 3K loan, take it off their hands, get the foundation fixed as part of the deal. And of course, you know, cosmetic repairs, you know, appliances, countertops, bathrooms, uh, per se, stuff to make the property look better. You know, stuff that you would be using when you're rehabbing the property, essentially. You know, plumbing, septic issues, floor, you know, major landscaping, et cetera. So essentially anything you'll be doing to rehab the property and make it look nice, you can you can do with the FHA 2 or 3K loans. So once again, it's basically kind of a flip on training wheels because you have that that HUD consultant there to evaluate the property to make sure you're not to want to keep more importantly keep the contractor on track and make sure you're not getting um in over your head because you're probably a, a first time uh flipper or whatever like that or first time rehabber and so even even experienced rehabbers uh stuff goes um horribly just because no one can predict the future no or no, no one can predict no one, you can't expect you can expect the unexpected but the unexpected happens or something like that you know what i'm trying to say all right and so here's the thing so it's a it's a rehab loan. You're rehab, you're rolling your finance costs. Your, your rate's going to be higher than whatever a typical FHA loan is. I think that probably makes sense to you, you know. And so your rate may be a percent, two percent higher than a regular refinance, than a regular FHA loan. But here's the thing: with the, even with the FHA loan, you should be trying to refinance a year afterwards, anyways, because once again, you know that mortgage insurance uh, stays on the loan forever. And so, you know, the work got to be done by a licensed contractor. It's not like you can say, hey. Um, you know, give me $80,000. I'm going to roll $80,000 of repairs into this loan and I'm going to do it myself. And so let me jump back to how that, that actually works. So let, let's say you buy, let's say the property is for sale for, uh, I know, $100,000. Um, you think the after repair value may be $300,000, something like that. Ultimately, it'll be determined by like uh, the lender and the appraiser. And you're like, hey, it's, we're going to need $80,000 of repairs. And so you get like itemized, itemized list of repairs uh, to submit to the lender. And then you, and then you'll get a loan for like $180,000. That's essentially how, how, how that works as far as, you know, 80 and basically hundred K goes to the property. 80 K goes to your, um, goes through the contract and it's kind of put out in draws and the HUD inspector, um, helps, uh, orchestrate that, that process. And so like, so once again, you have to have a licensed contract. It can't be you just doing yourself like sweat equity or something like that. And so, uh, uh, I got to share the next bullet point. Um, a loan is 100 110% of future value or purchase price plus repairs, whichever is less. And so once again, the contract, oh, so literally I could have just read the next bullet points um, that I put down. Sorry, I did this presentation like six months ago. A contractor submits bids and itemized repairs uh, to the lender for the approval. And then, you know, so um, you send it to the appraiser to project like the, the max value, as I was kind of saying. And then, you know, the process simply takes about, you know, 60 to 90 days. It's supposed to max out at six months. But once again, my episode two guests, their process was going on like 10 months um, as we were having our conversation. This Once again, this was in the middle of, of COVID. Um, so he's working this thing like in 2020. So that that um, extended the um, the process there. And so once again, and also, once again, so... A key point is too, if you're doing this huge, big refinance and all this, and there's big renovations, you don't want to be in the property while this is going down. So you can actually finance six months of mortgage payments into the into the loan. So you know, so if you're in an you know an apartment, something like that, you could have your apartment you know lease maybe extend like six months, and then once again, you can finance or you can I guess um start the process six months before you you're getting out the apartment if you want to kind of time that per perfectly, and then. You you finance those repairs 
excuse me, you finance the um the mortgage costs in, into as part of the loan process. You have so you have six months of, of, of mortgage payments already taken care of um before you start. So you're not trying to pay make a mortgage payment and wherever you're living, trying to account for that expense too. All right, so what's the process? So you apply with a certified lender. So all lenders do not do FHA 203k loans. So you want to find a lender that knows uh, how their process works. Oh, I guess you have to, not you want to. Uh, so you want to get under contract. And then so you want to, you know, find a contractor to go in there and kind of give you that that quote. And once you once again get that itemized bid so that you know what you're going to be paying. And then equally as important, the lender knows what what these costs are going to. You can't just say, yeah, I think it's going to be about $80,000. Um, can I get a loan for 180? That's not how that goes. Then you go through the, through the normal approval process. You close the loan. And once the loan is closed, I was... Obviously, you're not. That's when the repairs start. You can't obviously start the repairs before you close on the loan on somebody's house. And then you then you move in. So that's really it. Um, that's a quick overview of the FHA 203 loan process. If you got any further questions, uh, drop them down below in the comments. Shoot me a DM. And um, that is the end of the episode. So if you uh, got value out of this, subscribe, share with a friend. If you listen to the podcast, leave a review. I really appreciate that. That helps me know. Um, what you guys like and helps me know what to what stuff to produce for you guys in the future. Thanks.